Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to the Bacon Smiles Podcast, <laughs> episode 79. That's right. As always, I'm Steve Patera, joined by my good friend, Evan Shaw Mumford. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we are actually on schedule, on yeah. time. Two weeks doesn't happen dream. too often. <laughs> Life tends to happen. Welcome, Jackie, to the Facebook Live. You guys can always check us up. Check us out. Check us up. Or check us up. <laughs> uh, Facebook.com forward slash Bacon Smiles Ministry. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're listening to this on um, just regular audio podcasts, you can look back on the videos, see my handsome face. <laughs> <laughs> my weird bob heading. Yeah. I don't know why we're moving in such herky-jerky nah. motions today. You'll think that the streaming is uh, <laughs> broken. It's kind of like our headphone delay. <laughs> uh, just, yeah, excited, because uh, just an announcement, meet and greet, men's night, is November 2nd. It's moved. It will be at St. Peter's in Higginum uh, following their 5 o'clock mass, okay. I think. Cool. <laughs> uh, but instead of being at my friend Sam's house, uh, he's got a lot of construction going on, mm. and uh, he's overcoming crazy illness. Uh, he had like 105 fever. Wow. Uh, they think it may have been that uh, mosquito EEE mm. thing. Um, so is uh, it's just... You know, cool. He needs a little rest. Yeah, he needs a little rest, and uh, it's really cool to kind of have it out at a church. Like I'm kind of excited about that. Yeah. And uh, you know, just wanted to make that announcement. November second, cool. St. Peter's in Higginum, Connecticut. Come out. uh, All dudes are welcome. (laughs) And and there's plenty of greasy meat. (laughs) That's correct. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So a little bit of breakdown. We're going to talk about a little bit of prayer. Um, differences in faith between when we were young and now that we're old. Yeah. And uh, sacraments. We I had my class this past Sunday, and our class was on confirmation um, and sacraments and mm. gifts of the Holy Spirit and all of that. And then uh, speaking of sacraments, we have our confirmation sacrament coming up next week. Yeah, mine as well. Uh, so Sacred Heart will be at the cathedral, and mm. St. Teresa of Calcutta will be at St. Saint Saint Tr- Saint Bartholomew's campus of St. Right. Teresa's <laughs> parish. <laughs> That's a mouthful. You, you get it down a lot better than I can. <laughs> yeah, I try. I, yeah. I study yeah. up. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so then uh, you got music. Absolutely. St. Francis Borgia is our saint of the day. Um, Luke 11, 1 through 4, is our Bible reading Very of the nice. day. And then uh, you got News of the Weird. Yeah, yeah, good one. Yeah, so uh, I realized as I had class this weekend, um, difference is like what I used to think prayer was and what I yeah. know it to be now. And I'm curious if you have the same experience. Yeah, it's a, it's been a big difference, big change. Because I remember as a kid, and I actually talked about this as as a talk last year for our, our students, mm. um, that back then I was I found prayer really intimidating because for me I was thinking, am I supposed to speak in King James like <laughs> English to to God and be like, ye beseech, you know, and, Will be bestowed upon me exactly so many blessings and so I'm like trying that and go what am I saying 
Um, but then over the years, it's become a much more um, constant process of just trying to be present. Yeah. Where it's not always trying to find the right things to say. Sometimes I'm, I'm saying things. Yeah. But other times, just just patiently being there and just just listening for anything that I need to hear, and just yeah. feeling that peace. And uh, sometimes I'm doing that at work, where I'll have some instrumental music or some Christian music softly playing in my office, and and the messages are in those songs help direct me to where I need to be. Yeah, and then there's been times where I've said the Lord's Prayer, which yeah. is part of our reading today. Um, spoiler alert! <laughs> but uh, but there's there's been a few lines that jump out at me because you know a few times you'll say some prayers and you're you're just saying it, but then you have to stop yourself, take a step back, and go, "Well, hold on, what what am I saying here?" Yeah, and then one time the line, "Thy will be done." Yeah jumped out at me and I was like, all right, you know, I need to remember that. More. Yeah, that it's God's. <laughs> right. So Absolutely. through prayer and stuff like that, it's like, you know, it's it's nice now to be able to have those prayer moments and feel that internal yeah. change. Well, that and just to be able to spend time. And yeah. uh, I find myself more in between jobs at work. For those of you who don't know, um, I do home theater installations uh, for my regular living, <laughs> as well as the youth ministry at Sacred Heart uh, and other retreats that I run um, throughout the area. Uh, so I spend a lot of time driving mm. in between. I find myself more often now um, taking quiet time in between uh, jobs. Uh, even, like if I finish a podcast or something that I'm listening to, I'll just sit, I'll just drive in silence and just think, yeah. uh, and, and pray with, and spend time with God. And, uh, I find it to kind of be like refueling mm. and kind of recenter myself, yeah. like just bring myself back to where like I should be instead mm-hmm. of being like worried or stressed yeah. or angry <laughs> or whatever as the work day goes on. And, mm. you know, as we know, as adults, like Days can be a lot more stressful than they ever used to be. And so now I, I find myself going like, okay, I need to use this time. Mm-hmm. I need to take some time with God and, and put it out there. And, not, and, and a lot of times it's not even just um, like wanting something. Yeah. Because I remember as a kid, the only time I ever prayed was like, uh, God, you know what? I really want you to fix this in my Mm -hmm. life. Like, this is going bad, and I want it to be better. God, uh, you know, do a little snappy snap. (laughs) uh, Whip that up. Let's uh, let's get that done. And how did that work? Uh, Not well. Okay. Um, (laughs) Because it was just me wanting something and not wanting to take care of it, uh, you know, myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if I was getting really bad grades in school because, <laughs> I don't know, I wasn't showing up. I'd be like, God, I really think I need an A. Yes, I really need to pass this class. <laughs> um, so, you know, <laughs> that didn't really work out well. Well, that and so, like, remembering, like, as a, as a kid or just the first idea of prayer mm. was just kind of just like this vague thing where it's like, hey, God, yeah, you there? <laughs> Can you hear me? Right. Uh, and then just like realizing that it's supposed like what it's supposed to be and, and how it is just a conversation and, you know, your heart, where you're at and, 
God hears you and mm-hmm. what you say and what you don't say and, and, and uh, what you do and don't do mm-hmm. and all that. And realizing that it's that, those intimate encounters with God, mm-hmm. that it's just what's really on your heart and what you really need, mm-hmm. he knows. And that kind of knowledge that has grown in me about our prayer life and how impactful it can be in this, you know, struggle that we have in everyday life of, you know, the darkness of life versus the light of life and God and the devil and the, just the nonsense and the darkness that we let in our lives and how much uh, prayer and time with God can really impact that. And I know that some people like it's, that just sounds corny or whatever, but it's it is true. And having to remind myself because I, I I know you've probably experienced this too is the time there have been so many times in my life where I've been really diligent about my prayer life mm-hmm. and having something like a structure or a routine, um, even with uh, like exercise, like if mm-hmm. I go out for a run. And spending time with God and praying while I'm exercising and stuff like that. But then if you fall short, like you just stop for whatever reason, life happens and you just, it's that, how do I get back started again? And I equate it to like even exercise where it's like, if it's been a really long time since you worked out, since you went running, it's like, it feels like this. Uh, yeah. this struggle, this overwhelming thing that you have to get started again. Mm-hmm. It's like, ah. Uh, how do I get back into it? Yeah. And just remembering it's just something little. Mm-hmm. Start with something little. Start with like at night before you go to sleep, a decade of the rosary. Yeah. And our Father, just God, thank you for this day. Mm. Ah, please, please look after my family. Please look after those in need. Just mm-hmm. help me through tomorrow. Like just all the little tiny prayers like starting off just in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit God be with me mm-hmm. hear me, know what I need you know what I need mm-hmm. that kind of stuff, like the little things those little moments where you can just be like God, I need you mm-hmm. <laughs> and have it not be just about you or want, <laughs> wanting to win the lottery Yeah, <laughs> you know, like it's just those those things where you can just spend time with God mm-hmm. and understanding because because what was, when you were a kid what was prayer you know like yeah. it was it was this thing where it's like oh yeah thank God thank you for mom yeah. thank you for dad your nightly prayers almost a checklist of, yeah good night yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah try to breeze through it as quickly yeah. as possible. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah. Okay, good night. Yeah. My father, who I didn't have an album, you know, how many times did you bless the food? <laughs> you're falling asleep. Right. Bless us, O Lord, and these are gifts. No, wrong one. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, and it, and it all changes. And uh, I, I was talking at class this weekend about where I was, like in eighth grade, and how. My my grandfather go, goes from telling me that he hates me mm-hmm. and hates who I've become to then, like, on his deathbed and being one of the last people that ever heard him speak mm-hmm. out loud 
for him to say that he was proud of me and that he loved me and mm. to not play football anymore. And <laughs> <laughs> I had surgery on my shoulder and was wheeled up to his room. <laughs> and uh, he just, and I was like, thank you, and uh, I love you, and I make no promises about football. <laughs> Legitimately so. <laughs> he just goes... Um, and I always joke and say that my uh, my mom's parents are like were super Catholics. They, okay. you know, church mm-hmm. constantly they have pictures of the Pope in the house and you know hundreds of rosary beads and and mm-hmm. and all this stuff and just I always think about like he saw me then, mm-hmm. but he, he was such a faithful man in prayer how much did he pray for me mm-hmm. and how much did he know like did he see in me what was coming mm-hmm. you know what I mean like yeah. for him to just know like alright he was a terrible kid <laughs> awful human being yeah. but there's something different there's something growing mm-hmm. you know because he was a, he was such a faithful man and such a good Catholic and uh, he, he must have known Mm-hmm. For him to just turn around like a couple of years later, go from I hate you, I hate what you've become, I hate how you're tearing my family apart, like to I love you and I'm proud of you. Yeah. Like he must have known. So like that's that faith growth. Mm-hmm. That's that that stuff. <laughs> Being able to see the arc. Yeah, because <clears throat> for me I look back and I think like I wasn't all that different, you know? Yeah. But Really, I'm, I must have been. You know, at that moment, I could have just been like, ah, I'm not that mm-hmm. different. <laughs> yeah. You know, but now, like, looking back, you do, like, I must have been. Yeah. And and then I see, like, okay, yeah, I went from being in trouble all the time and surrounding myself with nonsense all the time to just seeing that little bit of change, that mm-hmm. the possibility of God, the opening up of a little bit. Yeah. You know, and uh, just that growth in faith. What was, for you, I know you became, like, went from, like, the quietest kid in class. And <laughs> way, I still got, have my got, moments. Got way too tall too quickly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, I was a beanpole. Like, like a baby deer learning how to walk. <laughs> <laughs> I still have those moments, too. <laughs> um, but what was it like for you as your faith grew? So, for me, it was... I, I was practicing, you know, in, in high school, and, and that's really when it started to jumpstart for me. But I remember in college when a lot of us start to get distracted with other things, I still stayed involved, but I, was, I felt I was more like a part-time Christian, you know, yeah. where it was, you know, you do everything else, and then you think about church on Sunday, and then the rest of the week, everything else takes precedence. Yeah. And then uh, we had a we had a family tragedy that happened a couple of years ago, and that just rattled us all, and it shook me to the core. Mm-hmm. And I just remember sitting there in the living room with my immediate family, and we were just we were just not speaking to each other. We were just grieving together. And I was thinking, I just had this image in my mind of me running towards like a, a proverbial son. Mm. Like off yeah. the distance, and I was like, "God, if I I got to make a choice, I can't be part time about this, you know. It's got to be full on or nothing." And yeah. 
I need you, I need to run to you, and that was me running to the sun. Yeah. And, so, awesome. and then shortly after that, MJ became the new youth minister at St. Bart's, <laughs> what it was then, and uh, said, hey, I'm, I'm looking for catechists. You were the first name that came to mind. Would you be interested? That's so awesome how God works. And, yeah. And I was like, I said, I'd love to. And then, like, a week later, someone reached out to me and said, hey, there's this Christian radio station coming to Connecticut. They're giving me the morning show. I need a producer. Mm. Do you do you want to be That's part of this awesome. morning show? <laughs> and then there were a few other things like that after that. And I was like, wow, this is like, all right, I made that, I made that commitment, but he wants to make sure that I stay on that path. Yeah. Here are things that I am interested in and... and well, and, yeah, it's just can work with my faith journey, and it's just so awesome how God will put the people around you that you need, and mm-hmm. I've, I've talked about it, where it's like in my darkest times, God is always there, and I know that because of the people around me. Yeah. When, uh, like, when I was going through my divorce, mm-hmm. and it was so so awful and dark and at that time you know our friend Kevin mm-hmm. has just had a baby yeah. and uh, Maeve who's like eight now or yeah, nine it's crazy it's crazy <laughs> uh, it's just he's like uh, you know I got this Sean Forrest retreat coming up and I'm stressing I'm, not mm-hmm. sure. I'm like dude if I, if I can help in any way he's like you would do that I'm like yeah <laughs> awesome Yeah, I'd love to you know and that's how I became part of the, the men's ministry was that that group of guys from that retreat. They were like, hey, man, we, we've we been thinking that we really need to get like a good group of guys together and mm-hmm. put on some things for guys and men and stuff like that. And it's like, I'm at like my lowest. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm feeling so mm-hmm. unworthy of everything and just broken. Mm-hmm. And, you know, God was like, hey, how about you become part of this? Right. <laughs> And, and, and it's come on to so much more. And, of course, like, I met my wife later on and was at a, such a better place. Yeah. And it's because of God. Now I have Zoe. Like, <laughs> just my life is, so, like, overwhelmingly mm-hmm. uh, better. Yeah. <laughs> and it's it's because God put people to build me back up. Like, I wouldn't be able to be who I am now. And I'm not claiming to be perfect or the perfect husband or the perfect father or anything like that. I am still very much a work (laughs) in progress. (laughs) Uh, But just the blessings that God has put in my life Mm -hmm. and and the two biggest ones are in the other rooms in this house is always sleeping and in my wife, Eva, it's just huge blessings in my life who I, I'm sure, don't mm-hmm. feel as appreciated, appreciated as I wish that they would. Because mm-hmm. um, I work long days. Like today, I'm, I didn't see Zoe. Mm-hmm. I've been working crazy long hours, and uh, I left before she woke up, and I got home after she went to bed. And my wife was with her all day long. Mm-hmm. And... Um, you know, that's what we need to do. Um, mm-hmm. But, man, it's tough. Yeah. And I can't even imagine how tiring that is mm-hmm. to Eva. I Like, 
I have been spending Mondays with Zoe more. Eva's been working a little bit from home and stuff like that. It's exhausting. Mm-hmm. Zoe is awesome, amazing, <laughs> so smart, jumping off of things, climbing yeah. things, and it's like, oh, God, oh, no, is this, stop, move. Okay, she's still moving. Yep. She's and if going. you guys haven't checked out Steve's Instagram, you need to, because a couple of weeks ago, he posted a video of her jumping on the couch, and, and Eva, you know, completely oblivious to this, walking around outside. You can see it in the windows. Yeah, and it's like, just the, the, the blessings, but just... I, I could not do this without Eva. Yeah. And uh, I don't, I feel like I definitely don't say that enough. <laughs> um, but the blessings that we get from God and the people that God puts in our lives is just mm-hmm. so much of how he loves. Mm-hmm. You know? You know what yeah. I mean? Like, just because, like, like you said, MJ reaches out and is like, yeah. hey, you want to be a catechist? Vicky did that through my mom, who's watching on Facebook <laughs> Live. Uh, just was like, you know, how's how's Stephen doing? Yeah. You know? And my mom was like, oh, he just bought a house in Coventry. And Vicky was like, oh, so he's back local. <laughs> Would he want to come to like a? We're having like a catechist meeting. Yeah. You know, would he want to come? Here I am, like fifteen years later, <laughs> a youth minister at a church. Yeah. Uh, like. Even back then, at 21 years old, mm-hmm. kind of away from the church a little bit, and got pulled back in. Like, yeah. God just, like, no, I'm, we, we need you closer. Yeah. You, you need to not wander. <laughs> uh, and here I am. And, like, I, I mean, I'm, I'm not perfect. Uh, I am a broken, mm-hmm. sinful man that needs as many prayers as you guys are willing to give because <laughs> I, I need to be diligent with my prayer life and my faith life and be the best husband, the best father, um, to my family, you know, like, Mm -hmm. it's just like thinking about how important our faith is and how important God is and how important our relationship with God is and how the rest of our life tends to fall in line and and come together Mm -hmm. when we are diligent and on point and as close to God as we can be. You know, yeah. like, you realize how smooth life can be when everything is revolving around your relationship with God. Mm-hmm. And when I fall out of that habit, when I fall away from that, let distance grow between me and God. Let time go past without going to confession, mm-hmm. without spending time in prayer, without being as close to God as I can be. Things are just different. Yeah. You know, and then you just feel down about yourself. You let the thoughts creep in mm-hmm. about being down, being depressed, feeling that you're not worth it, that you've mm-hmm. let people down, that you've let God down. Like, mm-hmm. you just need to build yourself back up. Let God put people in your life that are going to build you back up. Spend time with Him. I don't mean to sound so preachy, but no. <laughs> Words that need to be said. Um, yeah, so uh, speaking of growing in faith, yeah. the sacrament of confirmation for yeah, both have, of our programs. We have ours coming up uh, a week from tomorrow, Thursday, or a week from today, depending on when you're listening <laughs> to this. But uh, very, very exciting, always exciting. We have uh, Bishop Peter Rezaza coming to officiate, yeah. and he's great. He's just such an awesome, uh, awesome bishop. Awesome. Yeah. 
I didn't think that's how he spoke, but <laughs> but um, yeah. So he'll be he'll be uh, officiating at St. Bart's, and uh, so I'm I'm looking. Yeah, forward. I love I love when he would come to St. Bart's when I was there. Um, he's just such an awesome guy, and yeah. the time that he spends with the candidates. Mm. Uh, the Confirmandi. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's just such an awesome experience. Didn't and your goddaughter call him the king once? Oh, no. So this was this was years ago, and it was my cousin's son. Okay. It must have been, it must have been my confirmation. So the bishop comes up, uh, comes in, you know, doors open, yeah. and Nick, who's like 20-something now, I think, stood up on the pew... And goes, look, mom, it's the king. Because <laughs> he, he had his hat on. Yeah, he's got the robes. <laughs> yep, he got the the uh, the shepherds. Right, the hook. Uh, it's yeah, the lacrosse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's just, <laughs> just yeah. Look, mom, it's the king. <laughs> I'm sure it's, he loved hearing understa- that. It's understandable. Yeah, because the rec- it's the music hasn't started yet. It's quiet. And up stands like a four-year-old <laughs> on the pew screaming, Look, Mom, it's the king. <laughs> uh, that, that was my confirmation. Uh, and yeah, my, my group is being confirmed at the cathedral. Will the king be there? I believe so, yes. Wow. <laughs> but if you haven't been to the cathedral in Hartford, mm. you really should go. It's such a beautiful building. Isn't it? Yeah. It, yeah, it's an amazing building. And when it's full like that for the mm. ceremony for the archdiocese, any uh, confirmation program that's smaller than 25 kids, they go to the, the archdiocese. So mm. um, Ours is Sunday, October 20th. It's going to be cool. awesome. It's great. Uh, six kids from my program are getting confirmed. Good. And it's just, I'm excited, looking forward to it. It's a great group of kids. This is my first group. This is the group that started with me mm-hmm. as their confirmation teacher at Sacred Heart. So That's this awesome. is this is my first group at my new parish, and yeah. I'm, I'm psyched about it because I, I have some really great young people. Uh, Maya, who you know, mm-hmm. uh, Eric, who came to the retreat yep. as well. They're just awesome. And nice. uh, really, really looking forward to it. Good. What do you got for music? So for music, uh, it's hard to believe, but already some Christmas songs coming Ooh. out. Mm. <laughs> About a month and a half away from Advent. So Amy Grant is coming out with a Christmas vinyl box set this Friday. Mm. It's uh, a bunch of our Christmas albums that are being released for the first time on vinyl. And uh, also some lyrics will be printed in them as Vinyl's well. making a comeback. It has been. And uh, it's kind of kind of cool to see. Kind of weird because it's very limited for a format. You yeah. Know, with a CD, you could, re- you could rip it and then you still have a hard copy. Mm-hmm. Um, there's only been a few times I've seen like a memory stick or something like that with a vinyl <laughs> so you can get the digital stuff. Yeah. But I digress. Uh, Andrea Saad <laughs> is coming out with a single on Friday calling, called uh, Your Peace Will Make Us One. And uh, she's saying it'll be in time for Advent. And Hillsong Worship is releasing an album this Friday as well called uh, Awake. 
And looking ahead to the end of the month, Andrew Peterson has Behold the Lamb of God coming out on CD, and that's a tour he's been doing for for a while now, yeah. where it's it's leading up to Christmas. And then just if you're looking for a great album in, in, uh, in general, uh, I, I recently picked up Chris Tomlin's Holy Roar CD for our youth ministry office, mm. and that has been on high rotation. Like just, <laughs> just great background music, but just yeah, feel good worship stuff and yeah, yeah. It's funny when uh, like a CD catches you, you yeah. know, and you're just like, oh, I, I I need to listen to this again. Yeah, you know. <laughs> well, even when we had our peer minister retreat a couple weeks ago, Saturday night, we were up late. We were making, we had uh, adoration, and then Father Marsh said, well, if you guys want to go to bed, you can go to bed now. And it was like eleven. Yeah. I'm like, I'm sure they have a little more in them and they they want to have like late night snack yeah, or yeah, something yeah, like yeah. that. So we're we're firing up the stoves and, and getting food ready and I just popped the C D in. I was like, mm-hmm. hey, can you get the C D? So they brought it in, just played it in the background, and it was nice, you know, nice. And they have we have a spy outside the door. <laughs> Facebook Live can't hear it. But we're being invaded. Um but yeah, it was just it was just perfect for setting the mood and yeah. Yeah, that's that's awesome. Yeah, I love when you find like a song or a CD or something that like just strikes right at that moment. Yeah. You know, and you were always great at that on retreat where it's Thank like you. Oh, song. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so that was always that was always a joy of mine when you would just be like, I have a song for this moment. <laughs> you were yes. it's just always perfect in that, and that was just awesome thank you and uh yeah it's just it's great and it's it's so great when you can um experience a song in a perfect moment where Mm -hmm. it's like oh these these lyrics yeah in this moment it's like ah just catching me right Mm -hmm. right at the right time that's just it's always awesome but I digress. <laughs> <laughs> that that should be our little tagline for our podcast. Bacon Smiles podcast. I digress. <laughs> pretty much. Steve goes off on a tangent. <laughs> or Evan. To be fair. I, to I be, do it too. Yeah, to be fair. Uh, so uh, our saint of the day. St. Francis. Borgia. Oh, he, that one. Yes. He was... Uh, is he was born in the 1500s he was a leader of the jesuits he was responsible for founding of jesuit missions in florida mexico and peru wow yeah so kind of a big deal yeah. I'm sure he had many leather-bound books. <laughs> and his office smelled of rich mahogany. <laughs> yes, very much so. <laughs> um, but yeah, just like that's that's the kind of awesome stuff that I love about learning about uh, saints. Yeah. And uh, like as a, a, a Jesuit, for him to be like, we need to spread mm. the followers of Jesus to... Mexico and Peru and in the 1500s Florida like 
this is like new land. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like this is this is fresh America. Not even, like, United States of America. <laughs> Florida, I'm not even sure it was known as Florida. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just really crazy to think about that kind mm-hmm. of stuff where it's like, it's like, this predates Florida. <laughs> <laughs> when you really think there about it. There was still probably having headlines starting with Florida Man. <laughs> Florida Man. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's just like it's probably unclaimed land, man. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> um, but yeah, Saint Francis Borgia, uh, leader of Jesuits, founder of missions in mm. Peru, Mexico, and Florida. Like that's just yeah. awesome. That's our saint of the day. Um, you know, look him up, look into him. It's just really cool story. Yeah. Very and nice. then our Bible reading, Luke eleven, Luke eleven, one, one through, through four. four. Jesus was praying in a certain place, and when he had finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray just as John taught his disciples. He said to them, When you pray, say, Father, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Give us each day our daily bread, and forgive us our sins. For we ourselves forgive everyone in debt to us, and do not subject us to the final test. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. I mean, yeah, awesome. Just, I love seeing the Lord's Prayer mm-hmm. in Scripture. And just know that this was 2,000 years ago. Yeah. And we still say it today. Yep. Every Sunday. Hopefully more than that. Hopefully more than that. (laughs) But, you know. Excuse me. So the the thing that I love is that millions and millions of people are Mm -hmm. still saying that Mm -hmm. every day across the world. Yeah. Like, every day. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Because, just to let you know, (laughs) mass happens every day. In case you didn't know. (laughs) Those of you listening to the album. What? What did he say? So, there is a thing called daily mass. (laughs) It happens every day. Uh, And so, and this is one of those things that as Christians separated Mm. across the world to no longer have just one united Catholic church meaning universal church Mm. that the Our Father crosses all of them Mm -hmm. because Jesus taught it Mm -hmm. (laughs) and along with everything else that's one thing that is across <laughs> across all Christian religions, you mm-hmm. know, as as it shaped and shifted and changed through the different denominations, mm-hmm. the Lord's Prayer has stayed. And uh, it's just one of the things that's just awesome. Yeah. Uh, the fact that Jesus taught his disciples and 
kept it, it's kept alive, and yeah. we keep saying it two thousand years later. Sorry, I keep amen. <laughs> news of the weird. So for news of the weird, I know a lot of uh, sons and fathers have great memories of their childhood, of the son's childhood, working on cars together, building things. Yeah. Uh, this father and son over in Colorado decided to build a Lamborghini. A Lamborghini? With a 3D printer. Oh, my goodness. This could not have turned out well. It works. It's what? a full-size working model of an Italian sports car, specifically the Lamborghini Aventador. Aventador. How fast does it go? Uh, it, it doesn't say. I have a feeling that they have to move it like the Flintstones. <laughs> but uh, they said the car won't be a proper Lamborghini. It contains a Corvette V8 engine and various Ooh. parts procured from a junkyard, including Porsche components. But Bacchus said it will look like the real thing. So it might it might actually oh, I mean, uh, run. A Corvette still goes fast. Yeah. <laughs> Says the duo said they hope the project will inspire more kids to get interested in STEM education. That's really cool. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's awesome. I mean, building your own car is pretty cool. I mean, that gives you pretty good flex points you know, <laughs> at, at school. Oh, I, I built a Lamborghini. I mean, I would hope that that would uh, help your grades out, you know? Yeah. It's just... Man, 3D printed though. That, that can't be that strong. No. All right, the music. The wind, the wind blows it down the streets. <laughs> the music is becoming overwhelming. Uh oh. So those of you who listen to the audio only version of this podcast know that that music means it's time to end this podcast before I lose my hearing. <laughs> uh, thanks, as always, for those of you who support us on Facebook Live, those of you who send us messages about what do you want us to talk about. I know my mom is going to complain that I still have this beard, but she never says anything except for every time she sees me or talks to me that my beard is out of control. It's staying. It ain't going anywhere. (laughs) Um, But as always, thank you all for your support, for listening. Have a great week and God bless. Thanks for listening. Keep smiling. God bless. Thanks, everybody.